0: Yep, the Miami Hurricanes are losing yet another assistant coach, but hiring the replacement for this one could end up being one of the easiest decisions Mario Cristobal has ever made. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today, even on a Sunday. We are free wherever you get your podcasts and we are available free on YouTube. So Miami's losing another one. Defensive ends coach Rod Wright is reportedly headed to the NFL for a job with the Houston Texans. Crazy offseason continues. Outside of years when you're replacing head coaches, because they you know, they like to hire their own staff for the most part, I don't think I've ever seen this much turnover on a staff in one offseason, especially so many of these happening so late in the offseason. I mean, February's almost over now. Spring football starts in a, in a handful of days, and Miami's replacing this many assistant coaches. That's obviously not ideal. Miami has already had to replace a defensive coordinator, linebackers coach, OC and quarterbacks coach, running backs coach, still looking for a receivers coach. And now the University of Miami will need a new defensive ends coach. And I'm happy for Coach Wright. I thought he did a good job last year. Um, Best of luck to him and his opportunity with the NFL. And my hope is that Rod Wright's replacement is already on this Miami staff. Because, hmm, let me think about this. Who currently works in Coral Gables with a role on that staff? Oh, you have a certain Pro Football Hall of Famer who you have working as a defensive analyst. Repeat after me. Let's promote Jason Taylor. Let's get JT on the field next year, please, please. Every bit of feedback that I've gotten from both inside and outside the facility is that Jason Taylor, former Miami Dolphins, great legend, Pro Football Hall of Famer. Everyone has told me uh, he's done a fantastic job so far. and. I've also understood it that Mario Cristobal is very happy with the job that Jason Taylor is doing and that he's putting in that type of work and that type of grind to meet as an analyst. The role is a little bit limited, but he's been going the extra mile, JT. Taylor has been talked about by multiple Miami defensive line recruits in recent months about not only how flattered they were just getting a chance to talk to him, but also to soak up his football knowledge. And JT, in the time that he has been able to spend working with Miami's defensive ends and D lineman he's gotten rave reviews as an actual coach and as a teacher and he's got experience right this is not someone who just you know got out of the NFL and you know took a job somewhere as an analyst he's worked his way through the high school ranks already Taylor he's a former defense defensive line coach first and the defensive coordinator at St. Thomas Aquinas meaning. He's coached some really good players, and he's also well-connected down here with a very prominent local high school, in STA. And, you know, when you're working at a certain local high school, you build a lot of connections with the others. Uh, So as far as Jason Taylor potentially, hopefully, getting promoted and given Rod Wright's old job, my understanding is the job could very well be his if he wants it, okay? So the only obstacle here with getting Jason Taylor on the field is – Possible interest from the National Football League. Gabby Arudia from Inside the U mentioned that Taylor may have already had an NFL interview. Um, and Joe Salavea may have had an NFL interview as well. He coaches interior defensive lineman at Miami. Uh, there've also, you know, been some rumblings in recent weeks that maybe Jamila Dye won't stick on the staff, the defensive uh, backs coach. So there could still be more turnover coming on this defensive staff, but let's focus on the task at hand here. And that's the defensive ends coach. Um, I have been told by another insider that. You know, the person I talked to was wondering, uh, if perhaps the Miami dolphins might, very well offered Jason Taylor a job. And of course, being who he is, that would be a hard thing to pass up. I don't believe that has happened yet to this point, but there has been some buzz about that. So I think the big obstacle here, um, I don't think that Jason Taylor would turn this job at the university of Miami down just for the sake of turning it down. But if he does get, you know, a strong offer from the NFL that could be what keeps Jason Taylor from getting this promotion. But I, I do know that uh, Gary Furman and the guys at Kane Sport do seem pretty optimistic that Jason Taylor could end up being the guy to take this job at the University of Miami. This would be a perfect fit for him if he wants it. OK, JT loves South Florida. Of course, he already has chemistry with the rest of the coaching staff. And with several of the players, he's already worked with a lot of these guys. So a certain amount of continuity, I believe, is important, especially since we're six days away from spring football starting. Like, I I can't wait to see if he does take this job. I cannot wait to see what Jason can do over another season with players like Nigel Kelly, Cyrus Moss, Ruben Hurricane Bain coming in, Collins at Chiampong, who, boy, um, you know, he he just needs developing. I mean, a Chiampong is just the perfect body type to be – another version of jason taylor and he comes from a basketball background like jt did he's got that sort of wingspan um i can't wait to see jt if he works more with uh with Jaden wayne and guys back from last year like akeem (laughs) mesador jafari harvey so let's promote jason taylor guys i mean if you uh i don't know how much he reads his tweets but you know how much mario even reads his tweets but Guys, let's use that hashtag hashtag promote JT get it out there get it trending and yes I'm not forgetting about DeMarcus Van Dyke because we also want hashtag promote DVD so if there does if we do see an opportunity come up a defensive backs coach that's another one who I think absolutely deserves a promotion so hashtag promote JT hashtag promote DVD let's get it trending let's get this Miami Hurricane staff solidified and let's freaking go when we come back I want to talk about a certain very high-profile defensive back who's finally planning to take a visit to the University of Miami. So there's some interesting recruiting slash transfer portal buzz out there. And I have to offer a very sincere thank you to you guys. So keep it locked right here on this special Sunday episode of Locked on Canes. And guys, if you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, you got to try a Built Bar. We got through the holiday season. We've all been trying to eat healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier, but you don't want to compromise taste, I've got just the thing for you. You got to try built. With built, Healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't even think that they're good for you, but they are perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut almond. Uh, this morning for breakfast, I had a banana cream pie puff, and it was delicious. I'm not sure how built does it, but these bars, they taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. Only 130 calories, just four grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box because for years on Locked On, we've been telling you about ordering your built bars at built.com, which you can still do with our promo code Locked On15 for 15% off. But now you can stroll right into your local Walmart or Sam's Club and buy a box. That's right. Head into your nearest Walmart today. Grab uh, yourself a box of Built Bars like cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. Or if you're close to a Sam's Club, like our listener Al, who picks these up at Sam's Club, grab a 13-bar box today. And you can thank me later because I love me some Built Bars. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. We're part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team, every day some of you might even be surprised to see me doing an episode today but believe me this is my happy place um this is not you know negatively affecting my health at all talking for you guys talking with you guys for a few minutes um some of you if you follow me on on twitter if you follow the show on twitter at locked on canes you are probably already aware of this i did spend about four four and a half hours in the emergency room yesterday i'm okay um Thankfully, I'm fine, and I I did tweet about it just so you guys knew what was going on because if there was something wrong, then, you know, I'm, I may have been out of, uh, out of pocket for a few days, so I wanted to let you guys know what was happening in my life. Um, but thankfully, all, all the tests were negative. Everything came back normal. Um, I'm, you know, I, I try not to be, you know, super hypochondriac guy, but what I was experiencing on Saturday was um, some kind of uh, concerning uh, chest pains that started in the late afternoon, and they they got worse, they intensified over the next few hours. And like, the last thing that I wanted to do was go to the hospital, because I know that that can end up being a long ordeal. And I was hoping and praying that it wasn't anything seriously wrong or anything severely wrong. Uh, but you know, I, I decided that since it was getting worse and was feeling more alarming and since I'm a father and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to mess around with something like that. I decided to go and get checked out. You know, my wife took me out there and my wife works in the medical field. So she was able to kind of help me through some of the terminology and help ease my mind a little bit. And yeah, thankfully, uh, everything was okay. Um, you know, at least I I was able to rule out anything, you know, cardiac. So I'm going to have to do some follow-ups with uh, with my own personal doctor to get to the bottom of what the issue might be but anything serious life-threatening was ruled out and I'm I'm feeling okay I'm just going to be trying to get as much rest as I can for the next couple of days to get fully back to full health and full fitness but the awesome tweets the prayers and the positive vibes that I received from you guys last night into this morning when I was going through this ordeal it means everything to me and it's It's not something like I'm not really uh, the attention craving type. Like I wasn't putting it out there to try to get sympathy or or feedback or anything like that. I I just wanted to keep you guys in the loop because I I really do feel like the listeners and the viewers of the show, you guys are all family to me. And, um, and, you know, I, I, I certainly care if there's, you know, anything going wrong with any of your health. And so I probably figured you guys would feel the same way about me. So thank you so much for the prayers and the well wishes. And, uh, you know, let me, let me focus my well wishes and positive vibes now on hopeful transfer portal additions, because yeah, it's now being widely reported this morning and today that Jaheim Singletary is making visit plans at the university of Miami. He's going to visit Miami in March, the Georgia transfer defensive back. This is a former five-star cornerback out of high school in Jacksonville he does indeed to take a plan to take a visit to the University of Miami next month. Now, this certainly aligns with um something we've been talking about on this show for the last couple of months ever since Singletary first entered the transfer portal because on this show, We were some of the first to really report positive things about Singletary in Miami uh, because one of the outlets I work for, All Hurricanes, we were told by someone close to Singletary that Miami is very much in the mix. Now, meanwhile, other outlets had been reporting that Miami had like no shot or virtually no shot, so... Of course, these developments now that Singletary is going to take a visit, that seems to reinforce everything that I was told and we were told about Miami having an opportunity there. And I'm glad I can finally say something about this because things had gone very quiet for the last few weeks. Um oftentimes I will get questions from people on Twitter like hey you've talked a lot about Jaheim Singletary what's going on there is there anything new to report for several weeks I had nothing new on Singletary now we have something new looks like he's going to be visiting the University of Miami so that's really good news um it's I'm not going to call it a slam dunk or anything like that Miami's clearly in it but he does plan to take other visits from what I understand. And I've been told that for weeks that he does plan to visit multiple schools in addition to Miami, but there's obviously an opportunity here. And even though Singletary is a transfer portal guy, he's very young. He's only one year out of high school. So he's got most of his eligibility still left in front of him. And there's really an opening for young defensive backs at Miami. Cause Terry Roberts, who's coming in from Iowa, that's a one year graduate transfer guy. Um, uh trevante uh uh, davante brown i should say has a couple years of eligibility left but he's a veteran transfer you know miami could use more young uh solid cornerbacks because obviously you had he whose name shall no longer be spoken flipping from miami to colorado in january and you've got uh antoine jackson who as far as I can tell, is still looking to leave the program. I don't know if they're going to find any positive or negative resolution there, but I'm not expecting Antoine Jackson to be a cane. So obviously for a guy like Jaheim Singletary, who's just one year out of high school, former five-star recruit, one of the better cornerbacks in the country, one of the very best cornerbacks in the country in uh, the class of what would have been the class of 2021 when he can't know the class of 2022, one of the best quarterbacks in the country of the class of 2022 is looking for a home. And as far as why things have been so quiet in recent weeks for Singletary is um, he made a decision not to enroll at a new school in time to play spring football. So he made a decision to wait, not play spring football anywhere, which means he didn't have, you know, a deadline, um, to enroll somewhere in you know late January, early February. He took his time. He's not going to play spring ball, so he can kind of just choose his own timeline to be ready to start at fall camp wherever he chooses to go. So hopefully it's Miami because we could use a cornerback like him. Uh, I do love the young guys who are coming in because Robert Stafford And uh, Damari Brown, both four stars, both extremely capable. I think they can be studs at the U, but this is still a numbers game. You want to get as many of these young, top defensive backs as you possibly can. And Jaheem Singletary absolutely fits that bill. So hopefully he ends up being a Miami Hurricane. So, guys, again, huge shout out. Thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday to listen to this and to watch this. And, Uh, I also one of the reasons why I wanted to do an episode today is I think it's so important to plug what we're going to be doing tomorrow, because we're going to have an awesome guest on tomorrow's episode. The attorney, the NIL attorney for the Cavender Twins, Darren Heitner, is going to join us um, and he is going to fill us in on whatever the NCAA did to decide that there was a violation committed between the Cavenders and John Ruiz and Katie Meyer and Katie Meyer, the head coach of the women's basketball team. I feel terrible for her. I've known her for almost two decades. She would never do anything knowingly wrong. She is oozing with integrity. Uh, I don't know the Cavender twins personally, but I also feel bad that, they were put on blast when I don't think they knew that they were you know, doing anything against the rules. And I'm not, still not even sure if they did anything against the rules. I look at this whole thing as a witch hunt. Now, those are my words, not Darren's words. Uh, but Darren Heitner, NIL attorney, is going to join us tomorrow to talk about this whole investigation and everything going on between the ncaa and the university of miami so i'm really really looking forward to that we will talk to you guys again tomorrow on another episode of locked on canes part of the awesome locked on podcast network your team every day